Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back and thank you for joining us. This is Beyond Your Best Plan. And I am here with my fabulous sisters, Whitney, Catherine, and Claudette today. We're going to talk about what do you need to do to clean up your work life? Like we have a um, home life, we have a work life, we have a social life, but what is it? We spend a lot of time in our work day, probably a very high percentage of our life in that space. And so the question is, what can we clean up? What can we make better? How can we be our best version of ourselves in that eight to 10 hours a day? And as I'm thinking about it, one area that I really want to clean up and be more efficient is using the Calendly link. I have it set up and I know it's really easy to use, <laughs> but there are a couple of things. I, mean, I think I'm having some limiting beliefs around it. I haven't figured out how to create pauses between appointments. So I don't know what, how to make that automated. Oh, Claudette's raising her hand. Thank you. She's going to save me today. But if I could just become better at getting people on my schedule and us not going back and forth about a time that works, right? And just having that quick access to here's my calendar, here's their calendar, it's 30 minute conversation. And this, you know, and this is how to get into the conversation. Are we doing it on Zoom? Are we doing it on Google? Um, what is that platform called, ladies? Google something, another. <laughs> and, or are we doing an actual phone call? So very easy, simple process, but, and I've had it on the ability to do this for about a year and I'm just not getting there. Do you guys have anything in your work life that you want to clean up or do you, you know, have help for me in this regard to the calendar link thing? <laughs> well, I don't have any specific advice about Calendly because I don't use it and I don't know anything about it. And I'm still getting used to this whole thing of go in and schedule your own meeting with me process and way of life these days. I'm a little bit more old school. And so, you know, continually working at optimizing and staying hip with it when it comes to some of these new age technologies and and as we have zoomed quicker, faster, further into the virtual way of life, thank you, COVID, for that. But we, we, there are all kinds of new and exciting things happening in the technology world because of it. And, you know, just taking a step back on do we need to, what do we need to do to clean up our 
work life, right? Our career life, our professional life, you know, I, I immediately go to like, how do we optimize? My brain goes bigger picture usually. And it's just like, overall, how do we optimize what we are doing and optimize our impact and do it bigger and quicker and more efficiently, right? To get the results that we want and have the life that we want and make the impact that we want, right? And I look at this, we're always growing and getting better and learning. And there's so many ways to do it, right? And there's so many hows out there, right? One of the things I learned from Tony Robbins at Business Mastery was this, like we often people get so caught up on the hows and it's like, can be paralyzing to processes when there's so many. So always having like, one foot in, or like, what are we doing? And one foot out, like, how can we be doing it better and be open to it? I think is like a really incredible key mindset to have to stepping into optimizing and always learning and growing in these areas. And certainly technology is one. And I've had the chance really of looking at the bigger picture with building Fit District from the ground up. And really even this last week, I've brought on my first dream team member, Mauricio, which I'm so excited about. Just an incredible soul. And we were really doing some like building work on, you know, mission, core values, mapping out like the next four months of executing on Fit District. And, you know, there's a lot to look at in the optimization process. And so technology is certainly a piece and he's uh, about 10, 11 years younger than me. And he's certainly, you know, in these processes of like building on just mission and core values and looking through the next four months, he taught me some really cool things in the technology world that made a big impact in my life now and make me more efficient. So certainly like technology and being up to speed on those tools can really make our lives better and, and doing things faster. Does that mean you're going to be sending me a calendar link in my text so we can hook up and chat? <laughs> you know, anything is possible at this point. Anything is possible. We just got to be open to it. And I do sometimes have a, personally, it's like being conscious of our state and what's happening in our brains, because some of this stuff I do have kind of just a natural resistance to, like technology, right? It's not like this sometimes this normal flow of thing to do like in my natural flow in my brain. So being conscious of my resistance and being open to it. And so part of this is also cleaning up our professional life, like looking at our mindset as well. There's so much involved. Like, are you clear on your mission, your core values? I think everything builds from there. Like, building your team? Are you surrounding yourself with the best people to get you to accomplish your goals, both mind, body, spirit, right? And then, you know, being clear on your why is huge in our professional life at every level in your team. So like having the, you know, are you, so this is all part of optimizing as well. It's just not the how, the technology, but also these values, how you're showing up in the world as a business and the team that you're doing it with and being clear on your ideal clients and avatars. Like there's so many areas to talk about here, obviously. So yes, <laughs> that's my take. I love that you brought up Calendly 
because before we got started, I was talking with Catherine about something that I'm working on and I, and I hadn't even yet looked to see what we were talking about today. So again, you know, fortuitous, serendipitous that we are talking about something. And for me, it's my social game, right? IG. When I joined any of the social platforms, except for LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is a work-related, career-related platform, and it was the first one I joined. So I've been on LinkedIn and I use that for work-related networking and opportunities and things like that. But that was not something that I'd ever considered with Facebook or IG or yeah, I signed up for a TikTok account. I think I've used it twice. I, it's still over my head. My- Whitney, I didn't even ever sign up for one. You're way ahead of me on that. <laughs> I haven't signed up either. (laughs) And Clubhouse. So I love Clubhouse. And then Clubhouse is my favorite, right? Because one, I don't have to do anything, just show up. So I have made a concerted effort. I am working with someone who is actually helping me step up my IG game, which, and I figure it will filter to the other platforms, but I absolutely was not using a social media for business. It was personal. And I think I've told this story before. When I first joined Facebook, I created an account under my dog's name, Einstein, because I didn't want people, ex-boyfriends to get truthful, didn't want them tracking me down. Right. So I, I figured if Einstein had an account. I could I could track people down or spy or stalk or do whatever I wanted. And then I was taking a class. I was in school and the class was using Facebook, the groups for communication. That was sort of the, so I capitulated. I started this Facebook account. I had Einstein as the and he still has his page. He's not active because I don't remember his password, but he does have a page. And then when I created my own, after I got married and had a new name, which made it harder for old boyfriends to track me down because they don't know my name. I was really proud, really proud that I had like less than 100 friends, right? Because my concept was, it would be my real friends. These would be people that I know. And then somewhere along the way, someone started talking about using Facebook for business. And I was like, well, I'd never thought about that. And so it started this evolution. So it's a mindset, right? That I had to make a shift. If I'm going to use the tools, right? The tools, and then the tools need strategies. That's what I'm working on cleaning up right now, sort of starting with my mindset is that these are opportunities, they're tools, and that I can leverage them for the benefit of my business and not have to look at everything so all or nothing. So at this moment, I'm sort of, I'm learning what the different platforms are, how they're used, how they're different, 
and then looking for my sweet spot, which I think is really important, right? Is each of us has to find what works for us. And I see some people who use their you know, Facebook and Instagram accounts and others, it's like purely business and others where there's this mix. And so I feel like I'm gonna have a mix, but there are going to be things that I used to share on Facebook in particular that I will not share because it's now more open to the world. And there are just some things I don't want people that I don't know to know. But when it was a close knit, it was just family and friends. It was how I communicated things about vacations and where I was and what I was doing and and things like that, which is not the case anymore. So for me, it is this it's mindset. And then it is about taking ownership and control of the things that I need to learn, being open to learning new things, and then just leveraging the tools that are available to me. Calendly being one of those, that, it, it, that was one that I was very happy to use and it has made a tremendous difference in being able to schedule things and and different things right so i've got different things that i'm doing business wise and so i've got different calendars and links for those things so that i can keep them separate and i know what's going on so um i think when you get it all figured out sarah you're going to love it it's going to make your life yay Super simple. And so, but Claudette is going to teach you everything you need to know. Let's not do everything, but I will definitely, (laughs) let's back that wagon up, but I will share with you what I do know. How's that? (laughs) And and you know what, Kellenly, I'm going to go off of that. If everyone doesn't know what Kellenly is, it's a calendar service to where you can if you make a lot of phone calls or you have clients, you can have your clients book. And now I even have friends book. And it's very interesting that I have some friends that refuse to do it. And to me, if anyone ever sends you a calendar link and says, hey, book 30 minutes, let's catch up. They are gifting you 30 minutes of their time to be single focused on you. Please just book. And the only reason they're doing it is their schedule may be a bit interesting. That's how I'm going to say everybody's busy, but scheduling could be interesting. So in my case, and I know a lot of the cases for everybody on this call, we either do coaching or we have clients and I have had back to back to back meetings. And when I send my calendar link out and I say, hey, book 30 minutes, I'm taking 30 minutes off to a friend to, you know, to say, hey, you're important to me. Let's talk. And so go easy on them and don't go, wait, I should be. I just can't stand it when someone thinks if I'm your friend, you wouldn't send me a link. You would just talk to me. No, no, I'm sending you the link because you are my friend. Like, so just help me out so that I can focus and hone in and we can have a really good conversation and you're not catching me 10 minutes in between phone calls. Okay. So that's kind of my little spill on that. But what I'm doing in my business is I'm moving from, and I would have told you I was this three or four years ago, but I really 
wasn't. I'm moving from just operating the business to owning it. And everything that I'm building, it's taking me longer to build. Like I have said, oh, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah a year ago. <laughs> and some of the stuff is not quite done yet. But when it is, I'm setting it up to be able to run with or without me. And before you look at it and go, wait, I can't do that. Good for you, Claudette. I can't do that. Yeah, I can do it. So just start looking at ways to have your life running, even if, you know, because the question I want to ask you is what if you had to go into the hospital for a month? Would that be devastating for your family? Or do you have a system in place? And this is not easy. I'm going to tell you it's not easy because I've been messing around and figuring it out literally for about a year and a half. Okay, so I've been working on it and bumping into the wall over and over on certain things. And the answer just came to me last week. How literally I can set up my mission and purpose to bring truth into the world and help people get free from all of the BS. Okay. And how I can do it in a way that it's systematized, it expands, it scales, and it's not just dependent on me. And I'm using Calendly to do it. I've just, Catherine, congratulations on the beginning of your dream team. I have three facilitators now that are waiting to take phone calls about the truth method training, right? And so we're using Calendly to have a group calendar so they can go in, they can put the times in, they're available, and this can all be automated. And with Calendly, you, you, know, you can send an email out, thank you, reminders, all the stuff you need. And so, because my question was, what if, and I'm not planning on getting sick or anything, I'm not planning on it, no. But what if I took a month off? Let's say that. What if I decided to take a month off? Can my business run without me? So some of you may go, well, I work for someone. Okay, but just shifting your mindset to what in the household or what in my life or what in my work could I automate to relieve pressure and stress and expand my time? And let me enjoy things more. So that would be the question. Uh, what, what can I do with that? And start looking at it differently instead of I can't do that. I can't do that. That shuts your brain down. I've been saying I will do it. I've been envisioning doing it. And it took me literally a year and a half to get what I just got last week. But I'm going to tell you it's worth it. And so and, and then being and working with the right people to help you do it. You can even go on Upwork and Sarah, you could have someone totally automate your Calendly for like 75 bucks. Like seriously, that's, I, I mean, I did an automation doing that on Upwork. So we can go on Upwork, we can do all this and it can be affordable. The other thing I'm doing is I'm getting my financials even tighter to be able to scale if that makes sense. So I've got a bookkeeper. I'm hiring this company just for a couple hundred bucks. Like I'm going in for like 250 bucks. It's not incredibly expensive. And I'm going, here's my future plans for the business. These are my projections. Is there anything I need to know? Right? Like, is there anything that would save me taxes? 
or is there a process I can do? Right. I love that. And I love that you mentioned, you know, how, how do I enjoy more? How do I automate things, take less of my plate so I can enjoy more? And that was really where my mind was at as you were speaking, like on automating things and, you know, enjoy life more and also be able to create the time to focus on the things that you want to focus on in your business, which is usually where our strengths lie. And I talk to people all the time and I often hear their fears around even like hiring like an assistant, like just part-time, a couple hours a week, whatever, or a virtual assistant delegating. And people have uncomfortability around delegating information. And it's, it is a process to get comfortable with. And it allows you the freedom to focus on the things you enjoy. And so again, you know, Whitney mentioned this, I mentioned it early, you know, the mindset that we carry around things and how it will take you to the next level in your business when you are able to use other resources. And like you said, I love that you're mentioning these resources like Upwork. I've never heard of them as well. Something to look at, but it sounds like a place where you can go get great value for services at a lower price. And so there's more and more tools out there to help with the automation, help with the delegation so that you can focus more on what is going to take your business to the next level? And, and it's really you enjoy. I want to caution, you know, we did mention Upwork. There are a couple services like that. Please don't hire someone that doesn't have any ratings. Uh, great point. Right? I mean, let's just, you know, so I have a PR company that I hired. They're just waiting for my marketing piece to get done that's being worked on after this podcast i talk to them again we go over copy it's going to start running ads like super excited i shot and filmed a video all last week right so but i know i need a pr company to help with what i'm attempting to do i interviewed probably eight and when i say interviewed we messaged back and forth i'm not and then two of them I got on a call for because I got to see if they're a fit to even get on a call. Like there's quick ways to do this, but they all had high rankings on Upwork. They all had five, I think it's five stars or they all had a deliverability rate of 90% or better. Okay, so don't be hiring someone that's like, hey, I'm $2 an hour and their deliverability rate is like negative five. Okay, stop. Isn't that an area we can clean up our lives and our work lives is our team? Our, yes. The, the team of people that are surrounding us, you know, looking around. I was having a conversation with some girlfriends over the weekend and several of them are business owners. And right now it's really tough to find great people willing to go all in and work hard. And one of the topics was, then do you settle? Well, not with your team. That's your most valuable asset. So, if, you know, look around. If you feel like someone on your team is slowing things down or setting the wrong mood for everyone else or not being their productive self, you know, their best productive self to enhance what you have going on. Um, maybe you need to make some change there too. 
And that's that's a, a good hard, thing. You know, a hard thing to look at, but it's your most valuable asset, in my opinion. They can build you up or break you down. I had a team almost take down my real estate business. And literally, I had one lady that was supposed to be doing my calls and she didn't call 875 leads. I had, and I'm, I'm over this because I got truth on it. But if I'm really honest with myself, what was I doing in the business or what was I thinking, okay, at the time? And I had beliefs around that, that things were going, they were really good. And I was just waiting for them to get bad. I had to get truth on that. So you mentioned, Sarah, that people were saying it's really hard to get good team, you know, good people to work for you. Well, if you really believe that, and now this is going into the law of our mind, if you really believe it, then it will be. So instead of it's really hard to get good work, start envisioning, you know, a really good team member coming on board, which is what I finally did with my marketing team that I have now. I have three people and they're amazing but I was like, what is it that I believe that created the previous marketing people that sucked? And now what I believe, I have different beliefs around it, my success, the growth, the scaling. So I have evolved and grown out of creating something less. And now I can create something better. And I attract those people to me to fulfill that creation. See, we are very powerful beings. You know, as someone who works with people on improving their leadership abilities and being better bosses and, and, and moving from that space where they are solopreneurs to taking on teams, right? They are having, and I don't know your particular friend, so this is not about them specifically, but I think a place to start is right where Claudette said is, is that mindset about it being difficult. And I get at the moment, because of the pandemic and lots of things that are, are kind of swirling in the workforce, that there are challenges. So not denying that at all. But you also need to be the kind of boss or the kind of leader that someone wants to work for, right? The kind of employees that you want, the kind of team members that you want, want to work for. And that includes lots of things from work conditions to pay. And I don't, you know, I get a lot of the clients that come and they're looking at these jobs and they're, they're questioning whether or not those are good fit for them. And you look at the job announcements and what people are paying versus what they're asking for. And so it's a balance, right? There's a sweet, there always is, there's this sweet spot or a sweet range that is the place for what you're looking for and what you're willing to pay. And unfortunately, a lot of employers are looking to get the most they can get for the least amount of what they're willing to give. And it's a symbiotic relationship. And until employers and employees understand that, it's, it's a relationship. And you've got to find the place where everyone feels like they're getting something. They're getting a win 
out of it. You're going to be challenged in that. So I feel for them. And I would suggest, I don't know if they listen to the show. I'm sure they do. They're friends of yours. But if they do, I would absolutely suggest starting where, and I know Claudette said, which is, you know, getting truth around, getting an understanding around what you're putting out that is attracting people that you don't think are, that are not what you're looking for. And then get curious about whether or not you are putting out the energy that, that makes you the boss, the leader that people actually want to come and work for. Agree. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I also want to add, in addition, is understand your mindset around sales. What does that word mean to you? What are you doing to drive it? Because sale, we can talk about all this stuff, but sales is the lifeblood of every single business out there. How are you bringing sales into your business, uh, aligning with your ideal team members, what we're talking about right now, and your ideal clients to drive more business? It is the lifeblood. And sales can bring up all kinds of beliefs in people. So go to Claudette and get truth on that. If there's some resistance, which is totally normal, right? But sales is how you add value to people's lives through your services. And think about other companies, other businesses out there where you have synergies as part of your marketing plan. Where can you drive synergies on your clients together? Referrals, but you know, relationships with other business owners to do more business together to make a world a better place. For example, Fit District in our neighborhood, hairstylists, chiropractors, right? Fit District is fitness and healthy, delicious food. There's definitely some synergies there with our clientele. So I'll be talking to those business owners in our community to build relationships with too. At the end of the day, get more sales to add more value and it's okay to get more sales and to want that. I love it. This is such a deep topic. I'm pretty sure we could go on for another hour and unlock all the different areas of our work life that we could clean things up. I have thoroughly enjoyed learning from you ladies today, and I hope our listener has learned a ton today as well. We would love to hear how you've cleaned up your work life and what type of impact and results came from that action. If nothing else, today we'd hope to inspire you and get those wheels turning on what you might be able to clean up in your work life. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you on our next episode. Have a beautiful week. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.